catching you up on the latest stories from around the Sunshine State that you should know heading into this Tuesday morning, July 19th. I'm Nathaniel Wilson. And I'm Matthew Bell. And this is The Point from WUFT News. Governor Ron DeSantis appointed Pete Antonacci as the new state elections cop. He will lead the state's new office to investigate any election crimes and voter fraud. Antonacci is the former Broward County Supervisor of Elections, Palm Beach County State Attorney, and former General Counsel to Governor Rick Scott. WLRN's Wilkin Brutus spoke with Secretary of State Cord Byrd about how the office impacts upcoming elections. Secretary Byrd, Pete Antonacci was recently appointed by Governor DeSantis to oversee the uh, uh, Office of Election Crimes and Security, which is essentially a watchdog agency for elections. 2020 elections in the state of Florida went smoothly, though. That's a broad consensus. What threats are you currently seeing in our upcoming elections in Florida and why this additional security? Uh, You are correct. We now have an Office of Election Crimes and Security in the state of Florida. Uh, that was a priority of uh, Governor DeSantis because, you know, we want to ensure that there, our elections are fair, transparent, and legitimate. We have election laws on the books, and nothing undermines um, any law more than a law that's not enforced. And so some of these things have been going on uh, within the Secretary of State's office, but because elections are a complex mix of federal and state law, the thought of the legislature and the governor is to have a dedicated unit uh, that investigates and where necessary, makes referrals to state's attorneys or the statewide prosecutor uh, so that voters can have confidence that the voting laws are being enforced and that when they cast a ballot, they know that it's going to be counted fairly and accurately. Uh, Some opponents have said that the Office of Election Crimes and Security is a solution in search of a problem and that voter fraud is so rare that it doesn't justify the kind of resources this office is receiving. How do you respond to that? Sure. Uh, Once again, nothing undermines confidence in government more than when our laws are not enforced. And and I've been involved in in election uh, law and elections uh, for more than 25 years. And uh, there are instances of just from the 2020 election of of double voting of uh, people of of people that are on the rolls that are are dead that cast a vote of felons voting. And then the uh, the other issue we run into is uh, voter registration and petition fraud. Just recently, two individuals in Duval County were arrested for forging signatures, uh, thousands of signatures on petitions. So this is something that's real. It is something that happens. And, uh, you know, we want to make sure that, that once again, that our laws are being enforced. So that's why it's necessary and important. And and I think that's a good segue into those specific examples. Many of the highest profile cases and controversies involve Republicans in Miami and Central Florida, uh, ghost candidates, canvassers changing the party registrations of registered Democrats or people voting twice, for example. How will your office ensure the public that politics and partisan bias won't play a role in the decisions that this new office makes? Sure. Well, it, it, it's a great question. And I use this example, you know, when, when someone robs a bank, we don't ask them what political party they're in. If they broke the law, commit a crime, we prosecute them. Uh, on my office, and I can, I can assure your listeners that we're not going to look at, um, you know, partisan, uh, you know, intent. If someone breaks Florida's law, that we're going to, you know, we're going to investigate that and where appropriate make the referrals. The the new state elections agency will partner with sheriff offices to help investigate election violations and answer integrity concerns. What does that partnership look like? How will law enforcement officers carry out the agency's responsibilities? 
Sure. So um, actually, you know, it starts with our partnership with the Florida Department of Law Enforcement. So the, the new law uh, creates the, the Department um, of Election Crimes and Security. So we're the investigative arm under the Secretary of State. And then we have our, uh, our partners in FDLE uh, that will help us. And then where necessary, um, a sheriff could make a referral. Um, you know, most of our referrals, quite frankly, come from the supervisors of election, but nothing would stop a private citizen from making an allegation or for us investigating information on our own. So we have great partnerships with, uh, with law enforcement, but I want to make clear and, and, and for your listeners, because one of the allegations that have been made is that this is some kind of uh, you know, special police force or secret police force. It, it is nothing of the kind. It is, it is, a, it is a unit to investigate allegations to decide which ones, which of those allegations aren't warranted and which ones warrant a, uh, a, a further investigation. That was Secretary of State Cord Bird speaking with WLRN's Wilkin Brutus. Now, let's catch you up on today's top headlines. Recent mass overdoses in Florida have the Drug Enforcement Administration sounding the alarm. According to News for Jacks, overdoses linked to fentanyl have become so prevalent in the Sunshine State that Florida Attorney General Ashley Moody has come out and publicly urged President Biden to classify illicit fentanyl as a weapon of mass destruction. DEA Assistant Special Agent in Charge Mike Dubit of the Jacksonville DEA office said that while federal agents continue to go after the drug cartels that flood our streets with fake prescription pills, they also have their attention on other tainted drugs that are now showing up in the lab. The prosecutor in the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas mass shooting case is seeking the death penalty for the shooter. During the trial, prosecutors played for the court a video created by Nicholas Cruz three days before the shooting. In the video, Cruz recounts how he planned to kill at least 20 people with an assault rifle and become a well-known figure in the media. Witnesses who were inside the school recalled in testimony how defenseless staff and students felt. Jurors in the case will decide if Cruz will receive the death penalty or life without parole in prison. During a recent committee meeting for the Central Florida SunRail, members discussed who will run the organization in 2024. The railway was offered to commuters in 2014 as an alternative to I-4 at the time of its $2.3 billion overhaul. Now that construction on the major roadway is complete, the Florida Department of Transportation now plans to hand over ownership of the railway to the counties of Volusia, Seminole, Orange, Osceola, and the city of Orlando. The commission is also exploring other ownership options, such as the regional bus system links. Governor Ron DeSantis joined other state education leaders and lawmakers at Florida State College in Jacksonville to discuss state education programs and initiatives. According to WFLA.com, Governor DeSantis announced $6.5 million in funding for a public service workforce training program in Florida. The money is intended to help open three civics academies at Florida State Colleges. Subscribe to The Point newsletter, which drops the latest stories into your inbox daily at 8 a.m. Visit WUFT.org for more information. I'm Matthew Bell. And I'm Nathaniel Wilson. And you've been listening to The Point from WUFT News out of the University of Florida. Have a great Tuesday.